Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episodes 1 and 2, I guess, two-part opener, Orientation. All that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. We Dude, it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. time! This this summer felt long. It wait, waiting. I like I was so pumped at the end of uh season four uh of Agents of Shield and I'm still pretty pumped about this. Um I'm a little confused. Well let's should we go and get a spoiler alert out of the way? I don't know. Dig in? Is there Do any we want to talk about non spoiler stuff? No, no I don't. No. <laughs> Do we just want to say like it's a great episode or set? Like go watch it now. If you haven't uh, we, gone to watch it on Hulu, maybe or that's not how I feel. Maybe I didn't service. like this one. Maybe you're just assuming things. You liked it. I liked it a lot. Told you. <laughs> um, it was a little slower than I was expecting for the first episode. Well, that's why it was two parts. Yeah, I kind of wish the two-parter had been a kind of self, a little more of a self-contained arc. It felt like two very separate episodes. The yeah. first part dealing with the roaches. The second part dealing with. This new society they're joining, right? It, it didn't. It didn't mesh as one episode to me, and, and it being called part one, part two, made me think I was gonna get one good long two part story uh, that had an, had had its own beginning, middle, and end, and it really did was not that. Yeah, it was more like two shorter episodes. Yeah, and it feels like they didn't deal with the things from the first one. No, like, that's that's yeah, that's a huge part of it. I was like. Oh, so that just isn't a thing now? Like, we're not really worried about the first what happened in the first episode? <laughs> um, so it, it just, yeah, it it, it, it felt a little disjointed. Um, I guess I'm glad they did two hours. It's exciting to get two hours of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all of a sudden on Hulu. Yeah. Um, like, like, oh, yay! Especially, especially <laughs> after, like, the Inhumans was so bad, and then, like, the Punisher came in, and it felt like, this is making up for how bad in the Inhumans is, and then the Runaways happens, and it's really good. So it's making up for how bad Inhumans is, and then Agents of Shield comes in, and we're like, "What the fuck happened with the Inhumans?" Yeah, like is, how did that happen? It's just a lot of good Marvel all at once. This, this, they really November. They really wanted to make it up to us, right? Uh, well, this December, I guess, but well, I mean, it's December first. Yeah, so. right there at the tail end. It's right, you know, it, it's close enough to count. I'd say it's close <laughs> enough to count. Sure, man. Totally. Um, so, good episode. Beginning of season five, go watch it. Now let's get into spoiler alert. Okay. Spoiler alert in three, two, one. Uh, everything. Cree. The Cree are there. The Cree are just a part of life now. The Cree are a part of... Quake destroyed the planet. So someone says. So someone says. Uh, some historical record that they apparently don't have much of, but he knows who, who destroyed the planet. The framework is back. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that, like... Uh, it persists that technology somehow persisted through the destruction of the planet yeah <laughs> kind of interesting yeah it's a little far-fetched maybe it's a little out there it's a little out there um yes i agree i agree ha 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 um <laughs> and fitz didn't get to go yeah and they didn't show him i was kind of hoping we get a little fitz yeah, can we like flash in that second episode? Can we flash back real quick? Because you know they found out like toward at the, at the end of the episode. Yeah, like oh the shit, end of the this first is the, episode. Yeah, the end of the first episode, uh, part one. They're like shit. This is the future. Yeah, I kind of wish that had been the end. I kind of wish. I feel like that might have been a better setup for 
like the first week you know i, I kind of wish that had been the ending it would have it was a nice ending and i didn't feel i didn't get to revel in that very long also we kind of figured it out last week during the cast yeah we did so <laughs> nailed it we kind of nailed that one sorry i hate when i nail things i love it because i feel like yeah nailed it and also i feel right bad. better i feel bad for saying uh, uh for figuring something out sometimes um, I, feel, I feel a little bit bad that I'm kind of spoiled it for myself. Right. Because I was like, oh, what if? And then it happens, and I was like, oh, that's less impactful because I thought yeah. about it. But especially when they start dropping hints. They're just <sighs> All the hints confirm what you thought. Yeah. Um, but that, still, we have a lot of things going on here that we don't know what's going on. We have, I guess, these agents that send them to the future... What's the deal there? Are they trying to save the future, or are they trying? Is this a? Are they giving them a glimpse of the future so they can try to save the past? Well, how do you how do you give them a glimpse without a, a way back? Like, do you send them there and be like, "Up, oh, hope you can figure it out." I'm assuming they'll figure out a way back, or or the, those agents are just going to show up and send them back to the, like you know maybe this whole thing is just like a I hope not this sounds stupid just saying it out loud but <laughs> maybe this whole thing is just going to be a complicated, uh, <laughs> so no one's gonna get this reference. You ever watch Heroes? Yeah. Every season began with a shocking view of the future. Yeah. Which was stupid. It was great for the first season. Second season, I was like, okay, they're doing that again. Third season, it was like, okay, come on, guys, <laughs> like you got to do something else. You got to, you can't just like show me uh, every season how the wor- world is ending, unless that's somebody's specific power. And it wasn't. It was just kind of like every season we got a specific view of the future that was gonna like be awful somehow. Uh, and yeah, well, I mean, like season one was like there was the the picture that was drawn by Isaac Mendez. Right. Exactly. And then like season two was somebody accidentally went to the future. Right. And then season three, somebody accidentally went to the future. Yeah, exactly. A different person accidentally went to the future. It just felt contrived. Like, this is the only kind of writing the story we know how to do. Show you the ending and then show you how they have to prevent it. Or try to prevent it. Or in trying to prevent it, they make it happen. So I don't know in this story what they're going to do yeah like what what is the purpose of them going to the future because if they just fight this battle in the future that means the world is still going to be destroyed so we have to get them to fight the battle in the past somewhere maybe um and in which case no one else that we're being introduced to is going to matter Unless they go back in time with them. I kind of feel sorry for Virgil. Oh, yeah. Vir- of course I feel sorry for Virgil. That was the most brutal death. That was really maybe bad. ever on ABC. Like, that was... <laughs> that was really bad. Really bad. That was, like, horrifying horror movie bad. Yeah. And, you know, if they had kept going with that vibe, I would have really, really liked it. Uh, I feel like they mostly did... For the first episode. for the first episode, and then then they just and totally it changed was vibes. A different thing in the in the second episode, right? And I, it, it it was so like, shocking. It was it, such a jolt. It felt like space horror, like Alien. Yeah, you know. And I was really into that. I would have been fine if that was the whole whole, the whole season se- or the whole pod or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This 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 section of the season could have been all about the space horror of it all, um, but it was not. And or maybe maybe that colony that they visit could have been somewhere a little more separate because obviously 
That can't be the last we see of the roaches. No, there's no way. You don't just set something up like that and then just be like, ah, well, that's fun. Yeah, check <laughs> out check out roaches. <laughs> um, yep, yep. It's a sealed off level. Yeah. Keep talking about what happened on yeah, level three. That, that may be why well, that 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 to me means just talking about it. That's probably going to be a resolution to one of the battles. Is like opening up the sealed level and letting the roaches in. Yeah, they let the roaches in to using the roaches destroy all the Kree for their own purposes or whatever. Yeah, could be. It could be exciting. I uh, you know we talk a lot of shit about the or rather we've talked a decent amount of shit so far about uh, the difference between episodes one and two and how much we liked episode one. I didn't dislike the second episode. Oh, I didn't either. I it I just either. felt like a massive tonal shift. Yeah, and I didn't feel like they should have been packaged together because. Right. I would have been left with this like, ooh, that was a great horror episode, and oh, what a reveal! They're in, they're in the future. Yeah, that's a great ending. And instead, they showed this second episode, which is just more like a middle sort of filler set up things episode. Yeah, it there was no real uh, emotional stakes in the second episode. It didn't feel like. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, there were like there were physical stakes with uh, the renewal, right? Which the renewal didn't feel like you, you know it's bad you know the renewal is bad you know that you know somebody has to kill somebody else or themselves have to die whatever but and you know they get the kids out of the way but when they were saying like get the kids out of the way i thought that the renewal was just like let's open up a door and suck everybody or blow everybody out into space and like the kids can be the new generation and, <laughs> and start it all over yeah, I thought, wow, that's going to be real bad. Or they do that to like one level or something like that, right? And they talk about a lot. I don't fully understand their society yet, and maybe I will more. But their whole like, I forget. I don't even remember the phrase they use. It was like life, a life spent, a life spent is life gained, a or life something earned, like that. a life earned. I, I don't know what any of that means. Um, it all just sounds like, you know, cream mumbo jumbo to me at this point. <laughs> well, that's because uh, that guy. Because um, the creepy mumbo Cassius, and jumbo. Cassius was all creepy and. He was very creepy. He was exceptionally creepy. His makeup work, or the makeup work of the Cree in this episode was really good. Yeah, really nice. I, uh, I appreciate what they're doing. Um, you know, their budget has drastically increased <clears throat> from the look of it or at least how they use the budget they're they're doing a really good job yeah the fact that they're shooting is all i guess i mean i guess partially they're shooting it all on sets now which might sometimes can be cheaper uh just because you don't have to get out in the world and like block off streets and stuff yeah uh, this is all like very closed sets oh um, man there was one part where i i definitely saw the set uh of the hallway um or rather, I saw the hallway like repurposed. Basically, the the hallway of the uh, the shield base, like the secret base or whatever. Oh yeah, I was like, hey, look, they repurposed the hallway and put it in space. Oh, that's funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you can tell things like that. Uh, or rather, I can tell things like that happen in uh, in Flash and Arrow and everything like that. Yeah, like, for sure. You can tell the coffee shop gets reused over and over again. Yeah. But they, sure. but they did that in Shield, and I was like, "Oh, look! It's the it's the hallway." Yeah, um, yeah, and they 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 definitely reuse sets on every show. I mean, and that's you, you got to do it. Yeah, but but like in the Arrowverse, they cross 
they they go across shows. Like oh yeah, that the makes coffee sense. shop got used on Arrow, and I was like, that's out of place. <laughs> I mean, Oliver's been there. That's where he met his. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. That's a different podcast. That is a different podcast. One that we do not do. Hey, Dave. Check out the MCU. Uh, I'm not saying that. Check out the MCU cast. Check We're out right the here. DC on screen podcast, everybody. If you want to know more about Arrow and Flash. <laughs> but yeah, um, the uh, the second episode was, you know, they 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 went through the reveal of Earth is destroyed, for the most part. It's a little weird that it's glowing from the bottom. Yeah, like the core is still active. Or at least magma. Yeah, there's still magma going Liquid on. Hot I magma. feel like that would have cooled by now. Yeah, and it looks like there's still at least a little bit of an atmosphere. On yeah, it. yeah, it's it's strange. I don't know the science behind that exactly, but I don't feel like that's how that would work. <laughs> I feel like if you blew up half the planet or shook it, that shook much. half the planet, I don't think the atmosphere would stick around. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong though. I don't really know. I mean, the mass would be. Would be blown apart and distributed. Yep. So the gravity would be different. Mm-hmm. And with lower gravity, you get less atmosphere. That's just how it works. Yeah. 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 So the atmosphere would likely not stick around. Yeah. Like that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, at least not enough to live on. And they said that's the. Uh, it's the home of roaches now. Home of the roaches now. So I guess roaches live on Earth. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like they're going to go down there. Mm, yeah, maybe. I honestly don't know where they're going with this. It's a weird setup because I just don't... I, I'm up for it. I'm I'm along for the ride because I've, I've been here before with Agents Joe where I'm like, we said this last season when they went to the framework. I was like, really? <laughs> what What are you going to do in the framework that's going to be interesting and have stakes? Right. And they did a great job. Yeah, they, they had did. great, interesting stakes. Mer- interesting stakes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, really thoughtful cows. <laughs> Interesting stinks. Ah, uh, how dare you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, do we want to just go ahead and jump into some whatever else saying and see if we have anything else as we go? Sure. Uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us on Facebook: "Possible slight spoiler for Agents of Shield premiere first hour. Is it a coincidence the Infinity War trailer dropped like a day before we find the Shield team stranded, staring at a destroyed Earth?" Hmm. No. I think yes. I think that we're led to believe that happened that way. That happened? What happened what way? Like Thanos comes to Earth and Daisy destroyed the planet. Yeah. And the fact that they said it was... Like maybe if they hadn't said that it was Daisy's fault. Yeah. Then maybe I would think, oh yeah, maybe this is like a post-Thanos thing. You can't have Thanos without like... Without everybody feeling the effects of it, though, I I agree. With Agents of Shield being current, there's no way that they wouldn't be dealing with that. I agree, but they're weirdly dealing with it beforehand. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. I, I don't. I don't know where they're going. I have no idea. I'm in this weird place with this, with this episode and with this series where I'm like, I just don't know how they're gonna tell a compelling story from this. Yeah, I'm worried that they're gonna paradox it because the way that they're looking is that they went to the future. And, you know, there's all these tales from 90 years ago or whatever that the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are going to show up and save humanity. And, right. like, the the way that it, that it looks is, like, they're forced into that because that's destiny, you know? And if they do anything to change that, 
then that'll completely paradox what ha- what they did, and there would have been like you know the fu- the future that they were in would have changed and right like everything would have shifted. Well, if in they weird go ways. back and do anything different at all, they would have never experienced the stuff they're experiencing now. Yeah. So yes. It's 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 impossible not to have logical paradoxes in your time travel stories if you allow things to change. Yeah, it's just the truth. Unless you some you have to come up with a BS reason how time travel works. Um, <laughs> you ever seen Twelve Monkeys? Not the movie. Interesting. Have you seen the show? Yeah. Interesting. It's a really good show. It is good. I've seen a few episodes, but the movie's amazing. Okay. One of my, one of my favorite time travel movies. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, but the, the time travel used in 12 Monkeys is perfect. There's not a flaw in the time travel. It's really nicely tied up. It's just a just a beautiful little bow put on that movie. It's not a thing you'd want to see a sequel or a series out of, even though the series <laughs> is good. Even but I have a feeling the series changes how time travel works. Okay. Because the way it works in the movie... Uh, Again, I don't want to spoil it, but people who have seen it know uh, what I'm talking about. But in any time, any kind of time travel where that you're able to see something and then change it, it just like all out Back to the Future, which is one of my favorite movies. It's just hard. There's there's always going to be logical paradoxes that come up. Yeah, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Like I'm I'm okay with being along with for the ride, unless there's like a really distinct sort of paradox. Uh, you can kind of have these background paradoxes that, like, that's fine. That you just say they jumped through different dimensions or whatever, but <laughs> then you have the whole like, if they're just jumping dimensions by changing things or creating new offshoot dimensions, then that other dimension still exists and no one's saving it. Like, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a it, I don't know. Time well, travel, man. Time travel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Sierra Angel said to us on Facebook, I'm halfway through the season five premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all I can say is, holy shit! I have no one to talk to about this, so I'm going to need you guys and everyone else to watch it ASAP. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> well, here they are. Well, that's why we're here. That's what we do. Um, yeah, there's a lot, lot going on with this episode, and I like, I don't know I don't know where to go with it. I don't know what, I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, so would 90-odd years put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 2099 universe? <laughs> yes, it would. Pretty close. Yes, it would. Holy crap. That is a great thought to have because 2099 Spider-Man is amazing. Yeah, totally. But apparently the Earth is destroyed, so, so maybe 2099 is Spider-Man the, is in very close quarters. Is the, uh, you know, it is the... Domain of the insects or whatever. Yeah. What are they called again? The roaches. The roaches. Uh, spiders could fit in with that. <laughs> He's just the only one down there fighting roaches. Yeah. Him S- and uh, old King Thor. Spiders and roaches. Oh, old King Thor would be so great. Anyway, uh, Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season premiere, if ABC makes another show, the current S.H.I.E.L.D. creators should have script approval. They really know what they're doing. Season premiere was fantastic. I agree. The, uh, the, the writing, especially in the first episode, like in part one, was yeah. phenomenal. I... <laughs> My favorite line, I still laugh about it when I think about it, is uh, 
Phil is <laughs> Phil's trying to get Virgil to wake up and he's like, Jesus, Mac, how hard did you hit him? And Mac's like, what do you mean? As hard mm-hmm. as I possibly could. <laughs> I don't half punch somebody. That's why it's called a punch. Yeah, super good. <laughs> I just, I, just I, I loved Mac in this episode in general. And, you know, he's in the horror movie. He's like, and we know who they're going to kill first. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah, Mac's, Mac's been great. And I love that he, uh, Mac and uh, Yo-Yo were like, no, we're not splitting up. No, God, no, don't split up. Haven't you ever seen movies? <laughs> Haven't you ever seen them? And then, like... They're all in the hallway. The shot, that shot is so good. <laughs> when when Coulson's like, or they're like, I guess it's up to you, Coulson, or whatever. And then it just cuts to all five of them huddled together, huddled together behind like, Quake. We've never looked cooler, or yep. something like that. <laughs> you know, they reminded me of the Runaways on the street. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. In that, oh man, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. They did look awesome, except that Coulson looked a little less badass because he was all like hunkered <laughs> over. Like, uh, that's true. it was also really funny the conversation they had about him not having his hand. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's just a fake one. It doesn't have all the cool stuff and gizmos. <laughs> that one doesn't have like the laser blaster or anything. First off, I'm not Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we need an Inspector Gadget Phil Coulson crossover. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D. The second episode felt a little slow. I hope they're going to do story pods again this season, but it doesn't seem that way. I also think that if they're doing the Kree Scroll War and Captain Marvel, this really forces their hand to be consistent and possibly cross over. Unfortunately, I'm sure they'll weasel out of it with one to three lines of dialogue, but I can still hope. Yeah, I don't think they are forced to be consistent. Because I think whatever's going on here is probably just going to be another, like, here's a shot of the future. Oh, look, we changed it. Yeah. And, and they jumped far enough in the future that it's hard to have to be consistent. Like, if they're doing the Kree Scroll War, I do think they kind of need to be consistent about who the Kree are. Yeah. Which, I mean, we already have a little shot of from Guardians and a little bit of from earlier episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but there's not that much they have to be really that consistent with, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of at this point that we're getting like full on Cree culture. Yeah. And even then it's not full on Cree culture. It's lighthouse, you know? Yeah. Lighthouse Cree culture. This place seems to be led by what's his name? Cassius. Cassius. Just call him Cassius. Which Right. Um, that's how I read it first on the, Subtitles. subtitles and yeah. then I was like Cassius okay I did that too <laughs> and I was like hold up that's not how you pronounce that hold up hold up uh, let's see Deneff said to us on Twitter at MCU cast how could Daisy have done that if she was transported to the future without having done it well obviously she would get transferred back and have to do it yeah for this to make sense so now she's got the dilemma of like should I do it or should I not whenever that time comes. Yeah. and I, Well, or she has a dilemma of killing herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like there's a, there's a certain point, like, you know, you're going to destroy the world or your power is going to destroy the world. You have this much proof of that. Maybe it's worth leaving Earth or, like, <laughs> like doing something. I mean, hell, what if it was Black Bolt? What do you mean? It was vibrations that shook apart the world. Sure. And they're just saying that it was her. Yeah. But the, the news has always been wrong. And also, this, I kind of call BS on this. Like, they have very little evidence of the past. 
Yeah. But somehow they have this recreation of a of a bar room inside the framework that the Cree have allowed them to hold on to that is specific enough of a representation of a bar room that they still have a news report about Quake on the news. Yeah. That doesn't seem plausible. Like, they would have, like, random, maybe, like, fake news, sort of, like... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not the, in the political sense, but the fake news of, like... Like a like a fake news report from oh, this is what it was like in the twentieth century or whatever, right? And Not it's that, just something batshit crazy. Why do they have an actual recording from a from a real news report? Yeah, that just seems like not in line with the fact that they've lost all their all the their technology and all their um, you know history. What if what if they go back in time? And they see, they recognize how important these things are. And, like, this causes Daisy to try to pack the framework into a portable place, into a portable way to, like, to store all of the data that she can and all the news reports and everything and, like, gather all current data as much as possible and pack it into this one place to put into the framework for the future. Hmm. I don't know, man. What if because of everything that's happening in the future, they're forced to preserve that future by forcing it to happen, or they try to help it? Like, because Fitz sent the letter through time, basically yeah. just saying, working on it. <laughs> like, what if they do the same thing where they're like time capsules and shit? <laughs> they're like, we'll need this. Let's pack it into, <laughs> let's pack it up into a little capsule so that we can have, you know, Colson's hand. And laser blasters and shit. <laughs> yeah, they could. They they absolutely could. I don't know. This this. I don't. I have a hard time speculating because I just don't know where they're going with this at all. That would actually be really cool if they like left little clues yeah, for themselves. They absolutely could leave some stuff for themselves, or clues, or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Since their past selves are most likely their future selves. Yeah. I'm assuming. But but the, the way that this thing has been, the prophecy has been going on is that they're going to come from the past to save humanity. Yeah. So I'm assuming all these people on the lighthouse that are thinking that think they're coming to save the the moment now. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. It, the way that I interpreted it is that they get sent to the future, they save everything, and then they go back to the past and tell the story of what they did, but then they have to like. Make sure to pass on those stories, so right. that so that Virgil comes along. Yeah, but that means the Earth is still destroyed. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine they're going to leave the season with the Earth like still in that kind of danger. I don't know, man. I think they're going to try to prevent it. Yeah, they're going to try to prevent it. But you know that every time a time travel thing happens like that, it's like, oh, let's try to prevent it, and then that ends up making it happen anyway. Yeah, but we're, we're we're talking about the destruction of the Earth here by our main character of the show. I just can't imagine that's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know either. Uh, let's see. Carrie McKellar said to us, OMG, there is now time travel in Marvel. Thank you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And am I the only person who got Blue Man Group vibes off of the Kree? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not anymore. <laughs> Well, they speak too much for that, but... It's true. Yeah, I could see them, like, 
randomly. You know, beating I drums. always find it weird when they speak, and now I realize why. It's because they look like the Blue Man Group. I f- expect yeah. them to be silent and just drum on things. <laughs> well, that uh, that one Cree lady uh, was drumming on people's heads and chests with her little magnetospheres, her fushigi balls. Mm, oh yeah, that lady's pretty neat with her high ponytail and her raccoon eyes. Yeah. I got a distinct feeling that Cassius is different from the other Kree. Yeah, he looks different. He looks different. He has more personality. He holds himself differently. For sure. Uh, he's There's probably a caste system within it, and he's one of the upper class or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's. I. To me, it seems like he's probably the leader of the lighthouse. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, we we don't have any good sense of how big the lighthouse is either. I can't tell if there's like thirty people there. Okay, there's probably more than that. I can tell if there's like two hundred people there or like millions. Yeah. And I think that's kind of deliberate. So far, they haven't told us. It's so. vague. It's vague on purpose. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, Dustin Small said to us on Facebook, "I'm so happy that Agents of Shield is back that I made a meme." <laughs> it's a picture of Phil Coulson. It says R.I.P. Coulson's tie, 2000-ish to 2016. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Yep. Good meme. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a solid meme. Uh, let's see. Quote-unquote guilty said to us on Twitter, Adam MCU cast. Ha! Gemma just turned it off and back on again. Yeah, that was pretty great. First rule of IT. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and back on again? That you know, that works so often. Yeah, no, no, it's a joke for a reason. <laughs> so many problems with computers are just like, you know, I think it's probably because they could become self-aware at some point in the run cycle, <laughs> and they're like, you have to, you have to get rid of the ghost in the machine by turning it off, and turning it back on. <laughs> oh God. Wobblyboots85 said to us on Twitter, Adams, you cast my dudes. Please tell me you're going to discuss in great detail that fantastic two hour premiere for hashtag Agents of Shield. They took that original playbook they had and threw it out the window last year, and everything has been phenomenal since then. Can't wait to see more. You know, you're right to be that excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see more t- either. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling a little like I felt with the framework. You're in a state of limbo, and you feel I feel like you're a little upset by it. You are in a state of turbulence. I just feel like I don't know. I don't know what kind of compelling story they can tell because these kind of time travel stories, by their nature, often don't have stakes. Yeah, because they're kind of what if stories. They're interesting to watch, but you're never you're you're like on the edge of your seat. Like you're not like this is my timeline. I have to save it. It's like it's somebody else's, and nobody there matters. Yeah, you get to that point where it's, it feels like a dream sequence or whatever. Yeah. Um. Now that not necessarily the case, and our people could be at real risk. Um. But that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. But I, but I tell you all that, and you know, in confidence. In confidence. Fair. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. All right, everybody. Well, that looks like all of the feedback. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this episode? Just to say that I am, I'm a, I'm mildly put off by the difference in tone in the two episodes. I am but too. I liked both of them for what they were. I yeah. like, I like in in genre for for each of them. I liked them, and 
I think it's a really good indication that the show can do whatever genre it wants to do. I just really wish it would stick to one for a little bit. Yeah, or at least for an episode. And that, and to be fair, it seems like they were making these two separate episodes, but they they were combined into one. And and the, this one doesn't have as much impact as the first one would have had sitting by itself, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, ultimately, I really liked it. I'm really glad that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. Um, and I'm looking forward to the, the rest of the season. Like, yeah. Let's do this. Woo! Oh, also, uh, Virgil called himself one of the true believers, and I've been calling everybody true believers for years now. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yep, yep. That was awesome. Uh, the Marvel way. There we go. Um, all right, guys. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Any of those places you can leave feedback and uh, just find us online, like us, uh, like our stuff. It'd be really great. <laughs> Please like us. <laughs> Please like us. We need it. We need the likes. I need the affirmations. <laughs> um, but uh, do all that. Um if you'd like to support the show, reach out to us at patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, patreon.com is where you can uh, pay a few bucks and get a cool reward from the show. Um, oh, yeah. And the the True Believers thing really kind of uh, it, it justifies my my uh, love for the idea for the, the shirt that we're putting out uh, with this like first round of swag and everything. So... Um, if you are a uh, a Patreon subscriber for you know the first six months, then uh, you should be getting some pretty cool swag with some True Believer stuff. Yeah, hopefully, as long as we can get all the processing worked out, because we're yeah we're working on that now. The first bumper do first first uh, swag should be coming real soon. All right, guys. Well, we'll be with you very very soon with more Marvel Cinematic Universe. Podcast. I believe Runaways will be tomorrow. That's what it looks like. Yeah. We'll do a quick Runaways cast tomorrow uh, to talk about this fourth episode. Um, we'll be with you guys tomorrow. That's the fifth then. episode, actually. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. We did one through four last week. We this will be fifth. Four. You're right. You're right. So fifth episode. Uh, Runaways is great. Check it out on Hulu. Um, all right. Until next time, true believers. True believers.